Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. Coming to you from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico with me from the wilds of Minnesota, Kristen Peterson. How are you doing, Kristen? Amazing. Amazing. Always amazing. Um, got a got a got a got a question and then a uh, a hypothetical for you. Um, I've been asking all the all the co-hosts this. Uh, this is this was started by by Brett. She brought this one up. What is your favorite direction, Kristen? Um, that's a weird question. But You're what, welcome. What What's your favorite direction? Yeah. Like, right? Be that You said that with a question mark on the end, so I don't know if that's <laughs> a final answer. That would be my first thought. That would be the first thing that came to my head was the right. Okay. Okay. Well, Brett's was <laughs> Brett's was left. Some people prefer north. Um okay. my my favorite direction is onward. Like like it's a temporal thing. It's on to the next thing. It's yeah. that step into the future. Um Sam's was uh was tear here as in a package to open it to eat something yummy. Oh, yes. Um, okay. So somebody somebody in uh in Illinois a, a week or so ago, she uh she thought her favorite direction was uh, go take a nap. Um, oh, I like she that. And she was told to go take a nap. So lots of people, lots of lots, lots different. Yeah, well, people have their own their own interests and their their own their own uh, responses to things. Yeah. People are, are diverse and interesting creatures. Um, with that in mind, I got to get your take on this. This is a would you rather? Would you rather replace your tongue with fingers? Oh gosh. Or your fingers with tongues. <laughs> okay. Um, I would rather have. You can, any, if you need any, que- you can ask any clarifying questions. Oh, I would rather have, have tongues on my fingers. Tongues on your fingers. You are yeah. the first one. Oh, okay. Okay. I got to know why because nobody I, well, else has ever picked this before. So your tongue is like the strongest muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So like then you're duplicating that times ten. Mm-hmm. And so then you can like taste things and still use your fingers. Okay. Yeah. Some people don't like the fact that you can taste, you'd be tasting everything. everything. The biggest complaint I've heard is you'd be tasting everything that you touched. But if you touched it with the bottom of your tongue, you wouldn't. Ah. Yeah. So you could use the bottom of your tongue. So you'd have to, but that'd to be the back things. of your, the back of your fingers. Yeah. So that would be kind of, but your fingers don't bend. They would be so bendy. Well, okay. Yeah. They would be very bendy. Okay. I'll thank yeah. you. Yeah. And strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. And well, self-healing, like they would be able to heal themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The tongue is, I mean, you bite your tongue and it's healed, healed really quick. Um, mm -hmm. they'd, they'd also, um, they'd also be always moist because they're, they, they would be secreting saliva that not so they sloppy would be. wet, Oh, but for your taste buds to work, they would be, they would be constantly moist, but not wet. Hmm. Okay. Well, but that's, I mean, I could just like, I can figure that out. Oh, your grip. I mean, you'd be able to open the, uh, the jar of olives or the peanut butter jar opening jars. It'd be so much easier with all that, all that tongue strength on your, yeah. on your hand. Yeah. Right? See, yeah. I know I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta figure um, it out. So, so we got that. Um, so well, there's four minutes. What should we talk about now? What's been going on? What are you thinking about? What's going on out in the world? Why didn't we, uh, nail this down before we started? Yeah, that's a little bit too much planning. Um, let's talk about Knox. What should we talk about? Do more would you rather. Oh, he says, do more would you rather's. I don't like would you rather's. They make me uncomfortable. I do. <laughs> let's talk about why Knox is pretending to be sick and not not doing school today Knox are you sick yes he has an ear infection or uh, so he says he doesn't sound like a kid that's got an ear infection I think he's faking <laughs> um uh, you ever did you ever fake sick when you were a kid oh yeah yeah did you oh all the time every I mean, I'm time sure I get a chance yeah I mean I would, I'm sure my kids have too yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, I don't do it as an adult because nobody's forcing me to go <laughs> to a place that I didn't want to go out. to do things I didn't want to do. Um, I would, I would argue that if children are faking sick to stay away from school, school is pretty fucked up. Yeah. I concur. So um, did you have any, did, did like, they know you were faking or were you like a good faker or what was the, what was the situation? Uh, no, I, th I don't think I was a good faker. But still you succeeded sometimes. I did. Absolutely. And I think my kids really aren't good fakers either. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not the parent who's like, you have to be at school every single day. However, I do en enjoy being able to work during the day when my children are in school. I mean, that's mm -hmm. really nice. And so if I know that, you know, they've been, did you say ouch? Knox, okay, pausing. You need to go find something to do. Thank you. Um. So I, I don't know if my kids need a day at home. Okay. But if it gets to be like day four, day five, and I'm like, I need to work because it's a lot sometimes. Um, I need you to go to school now because I need to be able to work and bring money in. I, I need you to go away from me. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you very much but i, mean, I need you to go is. away like for me that six hours that i can just devote to myself at work and sure. so there are times where i'm like okay enough being sick time to go so so when you're a kid what was a what was a playing sick day like where you confined to your room yes or, yeah what how, yeah. Did you, how about you how did you pass the time um 
um, I mean, there was an attempt made at that, uh, <laughs> but I would be cool with it. I would, I would have a book planned or have, uh, have already made sure that I had whatever I wanted to play with my, my, my toy cars or my blocks or whatever, um, in my room. Cause this is, I mean, this is elementary school stuff that I was yeah, doing yeah. this when I got older. Um, you don't want to play sick. You just skipped school, but, yeah. uh, but you can be, I mean, you can't be eight and out wandering the streets. Yeah. Uh, so I had to, had to confine my skipping school to playing sick. And then also I, I'd, I'd figure out a way to, to get to the TV, um, oh, yeah. at some point and then watch. Oh yeah. Watch the tube, fucking, the boob um, tube. Did they call it that? Um, I don't think so. Did you have the giant TV that sat on the ground that had the, you couldn't, there was no tuner or remote. So you had to go up to the TV and like crank the little buttons to like yes, the, or to, the knobs to get yes, to the next to turn channel. Knobs. Yes. Um, watching, watching, I believe I'd have to I'd be stuck watching game shows in the morning, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, soap operas Ew. in the in the in the in the early afternoon, afternoon yeah yeah which wasn't wasn't really my thing and then reruns of uh of hogan's heroes and uh other gilligan's island and stuff in the afternoon oh i used um, to love gilligan's island yeah good old gilligan uh oh. and marianne and ginger <laughs> um <laughs> fond memories of <laughs> marianne and ginger oh my gosh um, and um, yeah. now, now every time I think about uh, coconut cream pie, I think of Marianne and Ginger uh, from from Gilligan's oh, Island. I don't, I don't remember that episode. So, no. What way. what episode? Every single episode. Oh, is it? I don't pie. know. Seriously? Oh, I mean, there's all. I mean, everything was made out of coconuts, and oh, and uh, and those those two those two hotties were always flaunting their coconut cream pie around Gilligan. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, yeah. So. Young Jeff oh. got a got an education. He didn't know know what of, but uh, <laughs> there were there were stirrings. Um, <laughs> and then and then about uh, you know school must have got out about three o'clock as I recall. And then I'd start feeling better, and I'd be like, uh, "Can I go outside and play?" And be like, uh, "No, keep your ass in inside." And, uh, and that was horrible, but um, <sighs> it's much better than going to going to school. Do you want to know what I did one time? Um, so this is kind of on the topic of illness. I was out in the neighborhood with my friends. So we were probably like fifth grade and we were riding bikes and, you know, we would leave home and just like tromp around the neighborhood all day and go from house to house and like spend some time at one person's house and we'd all go to the next person's house. Well, I was right. We were riding our bikes and I fell when I was riding my bike. I broke my wrist, but I didn't want the day to end. I didn't want to go home because I knew I would have to go to the hospital if I went home. So I rode all day on my bike around the neighborhood with a broken wrist. Finally went home, you know, about the time my mom got home from work, she's a nurse. And I was like, mom, (laughs) I think I broke my wrist when I was riding my bike. She's like, you did not. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't use it at all. And it was like swollen. And she's like, you rode around on your bike all day. Like you didn't break your wrist. If you broke your wrist, you would have called me and you would have been home. We would have gone into the doctor. I'm like, well, I didn't really want, I just was having fun. So I didn't call you. Anyway, ended up 
having to go into the emergency room the next day and getting a cast on because I broke my wrist. But she didn't believe me because I spent all day riding around on my bike. Sure. Using and then like having to use the other hand to use the brake on my bike uh-huh. because I had broken that wrist. Yeah, just the floppy, it. just the, it was the floppy. Just floppy. Wrist. Yeah. Just good to help steer a little bit, but yes. not good for braking. Absolutely. No. <laughs> and and I, I think I've done versions. I never broke anything, but then versions of that you 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 hurt yourself or you're you're feeling sick and you you but it's something you want to do, so you keep at it. Yes. Um. I remember uh, even as an adult, I had to do a, a do a speaking gig, and so like it's a it's a Thursday afternoon. It's time for me to leave town because I'm I'm driving. It's like three four hundred miles, and I wasn't feeling good, and I ended up pulling over along the interstate to throw up every 70 miles for three or 400 miles, knowing that I'd probably be feeling better the next day for the presentation. And um, if not, I wouldn't have anything left in my system to throw up Um, and made the drive, got to the hotel, passed out, uh, slept all night, got up in the morning and was fine for the presentation. But it would have been it would have been really easy to call and say, hey, I I can't make it because I'm I've got there's something going through my system. But no, throwing up every no. 70 miles. I, I just had a bunch. I, I planned for it. I had a bunch of, of uh, plastic <laughs> bags with me. Was and... Tasha with you? No, no, I was solo. Was it with was it back in the Hershey days? Was Hershey there? No, no dog with me. Oh, no just dog. Me, just, just me you. throwing up. Should brought a dog, then they could have eaten it while you throw yeah, it up. Yeah, that would have been that would have been. Um, I probably wouldn't have. That sounds. Um, <laughs> that sounds a little bit too intimate for me. I yeah. I don't even like to walk into other people's people's uh, footprints on the beach. I'm not going to let my dog eat my vomit. That's that's you know, too personal. One of the one of the good things about having um, fingers, I guess, for a tongue would be that you wouldn't taste vomit when it comes up. Oh no, because those you uh, you didn't ask that question. Those fingers would have taste buds on them. Oh, okay. <laughs> and fingernails, taste buds, and fingernails. That's disgusting. That would be very disgusting. Um. Mm. So so what is it about as humans? We will we will fake pain and injury and illness to get away from doing stuff we don't want to do, and we'll play through the pain. If it's something we, we do, we really care about. Yeah. That's so true. Because like when I would, I said that in the episode we recorded before this about my trip to South Africa, I was really, really ill when I was um, on my way to South Africa, not really knowing what was going on with my body at that point in time. But I m- did it anyway, because it was like this trip I had planned for, for a very long time. There was people counting on me and I, you know, made time for it and it was play. And like, I wanted to be there. So I made it happen and trudged through the whole time. Found out I was like severely iron deficient. Um, when I got back a few weeks after I got back and then ended up having to have like, uh, intravenous iron put into my body because it was so low that I could hardly function. But Anyway, yes, you do. You just like trudge through when it's something that you're really passionate about and when you're what's important to you, but then like fake sick when it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this morning Tasha got up and she's she's got some throat thing going on, but it's her her workout day. And so she went into the gym and did her workout and uh, 
because she doesn't use her throat to deadlift yeah. and so yeah. she did the thing and 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 look it's when we when we have those 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 things that bug us um it's really easy to decide hey i'm not going to do this thing it's really easy to use as a, as an out as an excuse but if it's something we really care about we push through it and if it's something we really would rather not do we go to any excuse we can we can grab hold of um yeah. i don't know i don't know why it is and and so so oh, it's just how, human nature like i mean you, yeah you're gonna make excuses for the things you don't want to do but you'll like move mountains to do the things you do want to do yeah and i think i mean this goes on in early learning programs all the time um if you if you start peeling back and, and looking at motivation there are there are a lot of programs out there, for example, that say they spend such and such amount of time outside every day mm -hmm. if uh, whatever the weather needs to be in yeah. that area. Uh, but that's not always true because if the adults responsible for bringing the kids outside aren't really interested in going outside, if it's slightly chilly or windy or a little bit rainy, they look for every excuse possible yeah. not to go outside. Absolutely. So like when I was in my traditional teaching days of preschool in the traditional program that I was in, if the slides were damp because of dew, we couldn't go outside. <laughs> like that was a rule of the program. Yeah. And yeah. I just went with it at that point in time. I didn't know any better. And just, you know, I was like, oh, okay, we can't go outside because the slides are wet from dew. And then finally, when I was like, really started to dig into like, what is good for kids and like what let go of what I wanted, you know, what was good for myself. Um, I realized that like, why can't we go out? Like, let's just bring some towels. Yeah. I mean, or, you know, you can, you can go down the, going down a slide that has a bit of dew on it is a different sliding experience than going down a bone dry slide. So why not have that different sensory experience of getting your your little your little butt a little bit wet the first yeah. three or four kids that go down the slide and then and then move the fuck on with the day. Yeah. So true. And a lot of times, well, so being in Minnesota, um, a lot of times caregivers don't want to spend the time getting children ready to go outside. Sure. So and that's so the excuse here. It's like it's just it's it's too much time to get ready to go outside. And then they don't get enough time once you're outside because of scheduling and whatnot that we're just, so we're just not going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there are, there are a lot of programs out there that, um, the, the, they would be more play-based and child-led if it wasn't for the adult excuses, um, the, and 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 look, yeah, um, some of those excuses. If you are having a shit day, and you need to use some sort of excuse to get out of doing something you would normally do with the kids, whether it's whether it's going outside or maybe you're you're turning on a, a, a video screen for a while to 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 watch a watch a show for a little bit for your for your own sanity. I can see those things happening once in a while, but when it becomes daily practice. Um, to use excuses to avoid doing developmentally appropriate and necessary things, 
it's time to to kind of pull back mm-hmm. and and reevaluate things and and maybe yeah. that's maybe that's a job for administrators in doing staff evaluations and and classroom observations is is to kind of have a develop some sort of personal excuse radar where you're kind of looking <laughs> for you're kind of looking for for staff like staff backsliding um yeah in ways to do that or am i just being a dick i mean no. both, could be, both could be I mean, true i think it's i think it, that's a great idea to have some sort of radar or like <laughs> like okay how long has it been since you've taken the kids outside. Okay. Let's chat, let's chat about this. Like what's going on because yeah. Hold holding teachers accountable. Yeah. Well, and, and it happens with outside. It happens with messy play. Yes. It, it happens with, with um, power play with rough and tumble play. Absolutely. Oh, it's so much work to get the mats out or, or whatever your, your rules are for, yeah. for allowing rough and tumble play. Um, it It's sensory play. Sensory play, letting kids dress themselves. Uh, I mean, it's so much easier, convenient for adults to slap the shoes onto the two-year-olds than to let sit there and let them take the time it takes for them to yeah. put their own shoes on. That that we we kind of use the oh, it's just quicker this way as an excuse when when the learning is when letting that toddler struggle for a little while to get their own shoes on. When I think that it all just comes down to is how much play you have in your program. Cause I think the more play you have, the more relaxed and um, maybe the more relaxed the staff is with the control. So it really comes down to like controlling, right? Like, yeah. because when you have like such a strict schedule and you have times to do all of the things like time, like scheduled in, you don't have time to let children put their own shoes on because it yeah. takes too much time. And then we can't get to the next thing and it takes us too long to get outside. So then we can't get to the next thing that's planned. We can't get to the craft project or whatever it is. So I think that the more play that you have, maybe there's like a, there's like a, a scale. If you look at like all the programs all over the United States or world or whatever, how much play is directly correlated to how controlling the adults are. Do you think? I don't know. I think I I would be too lazy to do the research to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I use my my personal laziness as an excuse. Um so excuses are really a an exertion of power. Um when I was when I was a kid and playing sick, because I didn't want to go to school, I was trying to exert some power over. I have some agency over um, how I spent my time. When a caregiver decides that oh, it's too cold or too windy or the slide is too dewy to go outside, or it takes them too long to get ready, they're they're exerting some power over over that environment. And so, yeah. one of the ways we can can maybe avoid the excuses is to be more empowering to who to anybody that wants some power so if uh if growing up 
I would have been told, hey, you don't want to school once in a while. That's cool. Um, then I wouldn't have to lie and play sick. <laughs> and I would have get to have a skip day once in a while. If uh, yeah. if the if the caregivers and the staff have some more power and control over the schedule, um, maybe maybe they 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 use the excuses less. The problem there becomes uh, meeting your program's mission and goals because if if giving giving the adults in the spaces power results in activities that don't further the program's mission and goals then there's a problem. But if you yeah. can empower the adults in the space and you're still living up to your mission and goals, living up to what it says in your in your handbook, then then you're doing everybody a, a kind of a favor by by empowering them. Yeah. That's true. You are doing them a favor by empowering them. So what was as as a, oh, I don't want to what's your favorite excuse as an adult right now for something I don't sure. want to do yeah <clears throat> um my plate is too full I don't have time <laughs> that's not really an excuse though is it that's a that's a reason or Oh, or is it I don't absolutely know. excuse that you have plenty of time. You just don't want to do the thing. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, my plate is too full. I don't have to, yeah. That would be, like, if somebody has a request and I don't want to do it, that is, yeah, I don't I don't have time. I don't, my plate's too full right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, next, uh, in three weeks, when I, when I message you and say, hey, we're going to record next week. I'm going to pay attention to the message I get from you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Usually I'm traveling or something the days that I can't record with you. I know. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> uh, my, I, 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 I try. I, I, I mean, I used to go to excuses. Oh, what's yours? Um, mine is usually now is I just don't, I don't want to. <laughs> so it's not an excuse. It's just honesty. Yeah. I just, I just yeah. don't want to do that because mostly because I've gotten lazy in my old age and just don't have time to think of a good excuse. And so I, oh. I just don't want to. Well, for me, it's just that. like, I don't, I want to use my brain space and time for things that are important to me and that I want to do. And I'm old enough now that I'm not going to do what other people want me to do all the time. I'm just going to do what makes me happy. So, um, I, my plate is too full. It's great sure. because and, I can, and it's, yeah. it, it's good to, and, and look, if you're, if you're trying to make more time in your life for your life, I think excuses are, are a great way to go about that because, um, people, people in this profession tend to be wishy-washy about their time. Somebody, oh, you're so good with the kids. Can you work in the church nursery? Or can you coach four-year-old soccer? Or can you can you work an extra shift? Or all of that kind of stuff. And people say, yes, 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 to all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you've got a good excuse in your pocket ready to go, uh, then you're you 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 can you can say no to those things without the discomfort of actually saying no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you, you use your excuse. 
Um, yeah, like my plate is too full. I just can't put all my, I can't put a hundred percent to it and I don't do anything. I don't put a hundred percent into. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in, yeah. in the, uh, in, in the burnout sessions I do about this, my, my go-to look, my example of a good, 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 um, always in your back pocket excuse is, is, uh, is Timmy the turtle. So if you want, if you want to have a, a good excuse, you should, you should do something like this. You should go on, you should go on the Google and you should do an image search for turtles. And then you find a bunch of pictures of cute turtles. Um, it's got to be all the same, the so same cute. flavor of turtle. And then, and then you start telling people that you've, you've just went to the turtle shelter and you adopted yourself a orphaned turtle. And uh, you send them, you send them pictures that you found online of, of this cute little turtle. <laughs> and, and then when they start asking you to do things, you, you, you use Timmy the turtle as, as an excuse because they, they all know you're in love with this orphan turtle you adopted. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, Hey, 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 Jeff, can you, uh, can you do this thing? And I'm like, Oh no, I've got to take Timmy to, uh, to, to turtle. He's got a turtle play date with some other turtles. Um, or, Hey, Jeff, can you do that thing? And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I've got to take Timmy the turtle in for a turtle waxing. And, uh, and then you've always got a go-to excuse for things. Um, Mine would be a squirrel. I'd be a like, squirrel? I have a, I have a squirrel and he needs me. <laughs> sure. Sure. I think some people, some people have children, uh, for, for yeah. this reason as well. Children are great, a great built-in excuse. You got, you got like 18 plus year, you got an 18 plus year, um, excuse there just well, by, Jeff, uh, I could have had an excuse today because I oh, do sure. have a sick child at home. I could have been like, I can't record because Knox is homesick. Cause I just want to lay in bed and watch Christmas movies with him all day. But I wanted to be here. So I, because yeah. I haven't seen you in a long time and I sure. did not use that excuse. And, and actually I broke my wrist this morning and I'm avoiding going. Yeah. I broke my wrist <laughs> and I've, been, I, I've got to use my other hand and my computer mouse here. Um, but I've been avoiding going to the, uh, to the doctor's office until after we get done recording. Oh my. Um, I'm, yeah. I feel so, that's so nice that you are doing that for me. It hurts like a son of a bitch too. Um, <laughs> That's you're flinging it in the air, <laughs> flopping my 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 broken wrist around. Um, so, listeners, excuses delightfully helpful sometimes. Um, yeah. Curriculum drift at other times. I guess yeah. that's the that's the takeaway from this episode. That's the takeaway from this conversation that went everywhere, but it landed nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listeners, this has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, <laughs> the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast that hopes you find an excuse to listen next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.